Welcome to the Toxic People Detox, a practical guide for finding peace in the midst of toxic people. It's not about changing them. It's about changing how you respond to them and doing so in a productive, healthy way. Today's episode is Freedom from Excessive Worry, another Solo Wednesday. Now, we're in season two, and as I'm recording this, it is summer of 2020. Now, I I know summer hasn't officially started. For me, it has because school is out, and I am so happy. So between now and August the 1st, I'm doing this series where I have interviews on Monday, and then I'm going solo on Wednesday. But of course, once we get back to August, that will be season three, and I'll be back to doing solo episodes with the occasional interview. If this is your first time listening, welcome. And welcome back to those of you who've been listening for some time. Given what's happening in the world today, you know, with the lockdowns and whatnot, yes, some cities still are locked down. Now there are riots in many U.S. cities. And there is a need for calm and reason. And the reason why I want to focus on a self-care series for the summer is not to escape reality, but to embrace it and adjust your life accordingly. When I teach, every now and then I'll get a complaint from a student who files a grievance and they'll contest their grade. I post everybody's grade online in this system that we have. And I say, tell me, which one of these grades do you think you didn't earn? And I never really get a direct answer because the answer is, no, they did earn that grade. But that person will say, I deserve nothing less than an A out of your class. To which my response is, if that's the case, why are we having this conversation? If you truly deserved an A, you would have it, number one. Now, number two, again, if you're listening for the first time, my view is that grades in the long run don't mean anything. Unless you're trying to go to professional school or something like that, resourcefulness to me is more important than grades. And the reason why I'm bringing this up, because I don't believe in shielding my students from the consequences of their actions. They might not like me in the moment. Oh, they blow smoke. And sometimes down the road, they do appreciate it. And then I've had some that don't. They still can't stand the fact that they made the grade that they made. Or I'll get someone who say, let's say they made a 79, which is a C and an 80 is a B. And they'll say, you can't give me that one point. And I said, I'm not giving you anything because you didn't earn it. And let's be honest. The only reason you got that far is because I gave you a bonus. Otherwise, your actual grade is like a 64 (laughs) if you do the math. But anyway, there are consequences to actions. Just like in my class, I I can't speak for my colleagues, but in my class, The grade reflects what you put into it. And let's be honest, in the real world, I spoke before that I used to work at a health food store and I was the lowest paid employee. And I was working there for six months before I even knew that. Now, to this day, I'm trying to remember, how did I even find that out? I I did somehow. And I went to the manager. But once I learned that and I talked to the manager about it, I quit right then and there. I can sit up here and shake my fist and say, how dare you pay me least than everybody else? But if I can be honest about the situation, the question is, what was I even doing working at that place in the first place? (laughs) This was after I got my doctorate. There's no reason I should have been working there. It's because I made some dumb financial decisions and I was in the beginning of my financial troubles. So when we talk about worrying about a situation, maybe I had no control over what I was paid. 
and that wasn't going to change, but I could control whether I just, I stayed there or not. Right? So those of you who've been listening to me for a while, you know how I roll. Let me give you some quick pointers here. Take the information and apply it to your life as you see fit. Now, I don't talk about stoicism on this podcast and there are other podcasts that do. But if you listen to me, the stoic philosophy kind of permeates these episodes. My slogan is it's not about changing them. It's about changing how you respond to them. Classic stoic. It's not an absence of emotions. It's saying that in spite of my emotions, I can look past them and see the logic and see reason in the situation and take responsibility for the things I can control. Worry is a natural human response. We all worry. If you have kids, you might worry about them. That's natural. The key is excessive. That means it keeps you up at night. It stresses you out. Let me tell you a little something about stress very quickly. The way I explain it to my class is that if you're being chased by something or someone, the last thing on your mind is some hot guy or some hot girl. You're not thinking about that. You're not thinking about a cheeseburger. Your body in that moment is to live to see another day. It's the stress response, the adrenaline, the you start breathing hard, your muscles to your heart starts racing because your body's trying to prepare itself to get itself out of that situation, whatever it is. You can think about some hot guy or girl later. You can think about some cheeseburger later, not at that time. However, when you worry, your body remains in that stress response. Even you can be sitting on the couch watching TV, but that stress response is still going. There's this thing called cortisol. Makes the heart pump faster, raises your blood pressure, blood sugar. Your, your body says, I need some sugar, which is the fuel for your body, glucose. So your body starts pumping out that excess sugar. And then insulin lowers that blood sugar to get that sugar into the cells so your body can work. Th- that's the natural response. But it's only meant to be short term. But long term, your body will suppress your sex hormones. Again, you're not thinking about that type of thing when you're in danger. But Your body doesn't know you're out of danger. All it cares about is, hey, this person's stressed out. This person's in danger. Keep pumping that, keep pumping that cortisol. Men, testosterone gets suppressed. So a man under prolonged stress might find himself with performance issues. Women, you might find yourself uh, irregular menstrual cycles. It could lead to infertility in both men and women. The hunger response is compromised because like I said, you're not thinking about a cheeseburger. But when you're under stress, you're still going to get hungry. But you eat and there's nothing to control that hunger response. So you overeat. That's why goldfish overeat. They don't have that control. So they'll eat themselves to death. Your blood pressure rises. Blood sugar rises, which over time can affect insulin and sensitivity. There are all these things that go on. The hormonal path in human beings is uh, quite complex, actually. And cortisol hijacks that whole thing. So while you're worrying, it's like a car engine that revs and revs and revs and revs. What happened? Car engines will wear down eventually. That's why you see junkyards full of cars. There's this thing called entropy. Things move toward chaos and disorder. Eventually that car will run down. But if you rev up an engine and you keep doing that over time, you will wear that engine out sooner rather than later. That's what stress does to your body. It's like it's taking a toll on you. And it's wearing you down sooner rather than later. There's the mental. It robs you of creativity. It it robs you of peace. So now that I've said all that, let's talk about how we can achieve freedom. And it's going to take time. 
I would love to tell you all, hey, do these three things. And right now you'll stop worrying. So chances are it's not going to happen overnight. For some people, it can. It's just a change in mind. The change comes from within. I don't like cliches, but that is true. That's what a cliche is, an overused truth. So number one is acknowledging the issue. What do I mean by acknowledging the issue? Well, whatever the issue is, worrying about the virus, worrying about COVID will not change the fact that it exists. I said in my previous solo episode that there's a bacteria that caused the Black Plague, Cernia pestis. It's still out there. It hasn't gone away. Worrying about it won't change that. All we can do is create an atmosphere that lowers our risks of being exposed. That's all we can really do. Once we get out in public, I can't control that person over there who's coughing and hacking. I can put some distance between myself and that person. That person may not have COVID. We've been conditioned to think that. And then acknowledge the issue, whatever that issue is, and then ask yourself, what in this situation can I control? Let's go back to that health food store. I had no control over anybody who came into that store. I had no control over the manager. I had no control over the store owner who decided to pay me less than everybody else. But you know what I could control? My presence there. Again, the only reason I was in that situation in the first place, that was my fault. They didn't grab me by the shirt off the street and say, come in here, Shayla. You, you better work at this place and you're going to be paid less than everybody else. They didn't do that to me. <laughs> it seems kind of a silly example, but that's where freedom comes from, folks. Acknowledging that I had control over this thing, not that thing, and I'm going to focus on what I can control. That's what gives you power. And then number three, act on it. It's, it's that, it really is that simple. Now, again, it's not easy. If I say get on your bicycle and a 10-speed bicycle, pedal from New York City to Los Angeles, California on your own, and that's not easy, it's, it's a, but it's a simple goal. Go from point A to point B. That's all. But the, the trek it takes to get across the country on a bicycle like that, look at the Tour de France. Simple. Here's the starting line. There's the finish line. Go. But that's not an easy race. So I want to ask you, what type of content do you want more of? At the end of these type of episodes, I'm going to open up for a listener question. The email is support at thetoxicpeopledetox.com. Send an email with a suggestion or a question, and I will cover the topic. And also, I am open for coaching. Let's recap this episode. Acknowledge where you are, whatever the issue is. Acknowledge that things are in your control. Now, this is a big one. I, don't, I didn't mean to just gloss over it, but that's a skill to admit that you don't have control. People who are control freaks, this is going to be a tough one for them. But let me ask you this. What benefit is there to you to say that you can control something you can't control? That's where the worrying comes from. That's where that anxiety comes from. It's, it's going to take some time and be patient with yourself. It's okay. You ever seen a baby walk for the first time? You know, they, they get up on their feet, they wobble and they fall on their behinds like hee 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 and they get back up or maybe they'll start crying. And but we as adults, we think that somehow we've moved past that to a certain point. We've matured. Yes. But generally speaking, how easy is it to do things the first time around? Uh, you ever watch Harry Potter? It was Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. And he's talking to one of his professors. And it, I'm, I'm talking about the movie version. Yeah, I read the books, but it's been a long time since I read that book. But in the movie version, I remember Harry trying to cast a, a powerful spell for the first time. And Professor Lupin is trying to talk Harry through it. And of course, Harry fails the first time. And then Professor Lupin says, don't worry about it, Harry. If you had gotten it right the first time, I would have been very impressed. It's a piece of fiction. But it rings true in reality. We might not get it the first time. 
I know I fail, but I'm getting better at it. Practice makes progress. Not perfect. We'll never reach perfection. Unfortunately, we're just not going to live long enough for that to happen. Release the things you can release. Control the things you can control. And that is your response to what's going on. If you saw in Brooklyn, even though they had the shutters down and they had everything locked up, people still got through it. The business owners did the best they could to protect themselves. Unfortunately, it wasn't enough. But they acted. Sometimes when you act, what you do may not be enough to stop what it is you're trying to stop. But the question is, even in those circumstances, what can you control? When I was in my financial problems, I asked myself, what can you do to get yourself under financial control? What can you do to get yourself in a situation where you need to be? It may be simple, but not easy. And be prepared for that. Okay. Again, if you have a question or you want me to cover a topic, send an email. I have, a, I have my email in the episode description. And for those who desire coaching, I have that too. So until next time, I wish you peace in the midst of toxic people. Take care.